Life is a journey, and God has provided songs to help us along the way. Join Scott Pauley today as we study the songs of degrees found in the Psalms. They will encourage your heart and give help for the journey ahead. So many memories in our home come from family vacations, road trips together. Now granted, not every memory is a good memory, but they are memories. Special moments along the road together, and they stick with you for all of your life. We are all on a journey, of course, and as we come to our next traveler's psalm, Psalm 127, ironically, it's a family psalm. It is a psalm for the home. And I think there's a beautiful application here that you're not journeying alone. God's put you in a family, and He's given you a family for a reason. You're to make the most of it. You're to journey together, coming nearer to God together. Psalm 127 has this title given to it. It's a song of degrees for Solomon. I love that. David is writing a psalm here for his son. He's trying to teach Solomon some things. Listen to his words in Psalm 127 verse 1. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for so he giveth his beloved sleep. Let me pause just a moment and point out to you that three times in the opening two verses he uses the word vain. Now that's very significant because you'll remember that Solomon tried so many things to find fulfillment and, and to find happiness and joy. And in the end, in Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 17, he just had to confess that it was all vain. It was all vanity and vexation of spirit. Maybe it would have been good if he had listened to his father early on when his dad, David, was telling him, Son, except the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman waketh but in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows. What is he saying to him here? He's saying everything is vain apart from God. And I want to tell you today, your home will never be what it ought to be apart from God. Your life will never be what it ought to be apart from God. Your children can never become what they ought to be apart from God. It's all vain apart from the Lord. Everything you need is found in God Himself. In verse number 2, he's not saying you shouldn't get up early in the morning or st stay up late at night, uh, though that's pretty good advice. Uh, but he's saying here it's silly to, to sit up worrying about things or to get up so early in the morning just because you're vexed and can't rest eating the bread of sorrows, not finding any peace. And he gives this beautiful picture in this promise. He says, So he giveth his beloved sleep. So many times when I've needed rest, I've claimed that phrase. You know, one of Solomon's names, if you remember, in the, in the historical section was Jedidiah. And that name means beloved of God. It's like his father is saying, God loves you and you can rest in him. God loves you and he's going to provide everything you need you don't need to go outside of Him to look for anything. That's all vain. Even your own resources are vain. God will take care of you. Then we come to the next three verses in this beautiful family psalm. And he shifts attention now off of simply the building of the home in your own life to the children. You see, this psalm moves in the natural progression of life. It begins with building a family. 
But you don't raise children to keep them. You raise children to send them out. My wife and I have come to that place now in our life where we're starting to realize that. Our oldest daughter has now gone off to college and uh, things change, seasons change. It's a reminder that they're not given to us to keep. They're given to us to prepare and train to go out. And so he says, beginning in verse 3, Lo, children are an heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is His reward. As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of the youth. Happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. Notice where the children come from. They come from the Lord. You know, Eve said that. With the very first child, she said, I've gotten a man from the Lord. We read one of the patriarchs said and testified in Genesis 33 verse 5, These are the children which God hath graciously given thy servant. I love that phrase. It's a reminder to me that my children are God's gracious gifts to me. Children are an heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is His reward. But now, notice the word picture in verse 4. He says, Their children are like arrows in the hand of a mighty man. That's what children of the youth are. What are arrows? Well, arrows are something that are to be aimed, which means they require direction. Your children need direction. Arrows are active things. They're not to be held. They're not passive things. They're to be shot. They're to be sent out. Arrows are to advance. They're not for keeping in the fort. They're for shooting against the enemy. That's why the Bible even says in verse 5 that they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. Oh, this is such a convicting thought to me. What are we doing? We're to be raising another generation for the army of the Lord. We're we're to be training our sons and our daughters to take their place on the front lines. Our children, like arrows, must be sharpened. Like arrows, they must be sent out. You know, I'm speaking as a father now. I don't like that idea. I want to keep my children. I want to protect them from every evil possible. I want to, to try to keep them from all harm. And certainly, we want to protect our loved ones and our children. But at some point, we've got to stop simply thinking about sheltering them and we've got to begin preparing them, not for defense, but for offense. We've got to stop entertaining the army and start training them and equipping them for the battle, preparing them for the world they're going to face. Now, let's pray for one another. If you're a parent or a grandparent, if you work with children or young people in any way, take this psalm, Psalm 127, for yourself. You know what an arrow is? An arrow is a thing that extends beyond you. Life is bigger than you. It's bigger than simply keeping things and keeping your loved ones to yourself. No, you're to be preparing them to go out and to speak with the enemies in the gate. Unless you think that's a morbid, terrible thought, I love this word. The first word of verse 5 is the word happy. Happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them. It's a joyful thing to be involved in the Lord's work. A joyful thing to raise children for the Lord. A joyful thing to prepare them to engage at the point of greatest attack. To engage the wicked one and know what they're going to say to be able to speak the truth and speak for the Lord and not be ashamed of it at all. I'm telling you, Psalm 127 is a family psalm. Could I challenge you to do something? Read it with your family today. It's only five verses long. You may even want to memorize it as a family. 
but take the time to sit down with your, with your children. If they're grown, you may at the next family get together, say, look, I want to read a psalm to you and to read these five verses and pray over them and pray over your children. Pray that God will help us to do our part and then pray that they will take their place in the Lord's army. Pray that your home would become an enlistment place and a training ground for the army of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, our children are are tender to us and they're special to us. But my friend, the Heavenly Father loves them even more than we do. And He has big plans for them, great purposes for them. May the Lord help us to do our part and prepare them to speak with the enemies in the gate. We trust that today's study has ministered to your heart. As you read these Psalms for the Traveler, Psalms 120 through 134, God will guide you on your way. You may visit us at scottpauley.org to find additional resources. May God help you to enjoy the journey.